Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Well, hey everybody, welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. It has been a hot minute since I've done a Crystal Crawford Show. <sighs> Hi, I'm Crystal. <laughs> I want to say right after that, and I'm an alcoholic, but that's not actually true. So there's been lots of change. Um, in real time, it is August of 2022, and I've just come out of a huge month of classes and travel and choice, and I'm living and staying here in Colombia right now. We are creating um, a, a brand new market here with bars. We just had a class of 22 new bars practitioners. We're doing a lot of bars tasters. So welcome to the show and welcome to this moment, and I'm recording the show now on a totally new platform so that you can have better audio and without further ado today's topic is a taste of access business and money now i'm, I'm using this show more to do to do more teaching to do more of the contrib contributing tools to you and what i'm going to start very soon is a podcast called the naked life where i share more of my own process and my own um, exploring of consciousness so Today's show is going to be to give you more of a taste of the Joy of Business class called Access Business and Money. I'm a new Joy of Business facilitator. Joy of Business is this specialty body of work in access consciousness that focuses on business and money. And to be honest with you, it's so I've been an access facilitator for nine years. I resisted becoming a Joy of Business facilitator for almost that entire time. And I could give you all the reasons. But the bottom line is this last year when I finally, every year I would ask, you know, what will my life be like in five years if I choose this? And it was always no. This year it was like a screaming yes. And if you guys have listened to the show at all, you know that that is like my question, my go-to question to really look at whether or not I should choose something. And basically what I'm looking at is like, if it's going to make my life greater, I'll choose it. And if it's not, I won't. And that's that. So this year was a big, big, big yes. So I am now a joy business facilitator, but also putting on these classes. Access Business and Money is a one-day class where we get to explore business and money. And like, it's one of my favorite things to facilitate, but I was like, why don't I get into the manual? What's in this class? Like, what's in the manual? And as I was flipping through it, and if you see me looking down and scrolling, it's that I've got it open in front of me. What I realized is that I have been living the tools in this manual and that's what's actually created my life and money and business working. So that was a pretty cool realization. So the thing I want to ask you is when it comes to business and money, do you render yourself functional or do you render yourself non-functional? And it may be a mix of both, but Every tool in access consciousness is to render you functional. And the way you do that is you tap into the choices that actually create more possibility. My favorite examples of what renders me functional and what renders me not functional come from the area of relationship more than the area of business and money. Because for me, the area of business and money is something that I'm choosing beyond all the time. It's, they seem a lot easier and that may not be true for you, 
but I want to give you some examples of rendering yourself functional and non-functional from like the point of view of relationship for just a minute, okay? So I've had a pretty intense year relationally. Now, we've added a lot of intensity to the mix by moving to another country, by moving to a country where I don't speak the language, I don't know the culture, um, a Latin American country, was, which is in and of itself quite intense. There's just been a lot of things, right? We changed our dynamic financially. There was just a lot of different factors. I got caught up on all my taxes. Like the list of factors is, is quite incredibly long. And on top of all that, we are including more family. So kind of pretty much every intensity that you could add to your life has been added. Now, what I did previous to this year to render myself functional in the area of business and money and just living was I lived by myself. <laughs> I lived by myself and I worked inside most of the time and, and that's what allowed me to be functional. Well, changing my life in this way has added all these other things that previous to this year would, I would allow to render me non-functional. Now, that's been interesting to navigate because where I've really defaulted to more than anything is like, okay, what's, what can change this? What can render me more functional? Well, the obvious things were like to remove these intensities from my life and go back to basically living on a mountain in front of a computer, which of course is the simpler choice, except that wasn't going to make my life greater. So I had to wrestle with, how do I be me? which when you're being you is like total space, total possibility, total ease, joy and glory. That's when you're being you, everything's ease. Even if it's not easy, it's ease when you're being you. So how do I return myself to being functional and have all this other added input? Now, the entire manual of access, business, and money are different ways of rendering yourself functional no matter what you have going on in your life. You can always remove things from your life. Like, I mean, I guess unless you have kids, and even then, I don't know, that could be debated. <laughs> you can always remove things from your life. Should I stay or should I go can always be the reality that you function from. And that's what I would call linear reality. That's the two-choice reality that is this reality that is basically like, okay, it's not working, then you can always go. But the thing about that is that that's a, it's a limited reality. It doesn't include all the possibilities. And what the joy of business tools and what this one day class in particular is inviting us to is like, what are all the possibilities for thriving? What are all the possibilities for having ease? What are all the possibilities for joy? What are all the possibilities for glory? And where can we start? So I love that this manual starts with this quote from Gary. Only through consistent willingness to change can you create a dynamic business. Change is the only agenda you need to have. So if we look, if we take my life in the last year as an example, this has been at the forefront of everything. As an ever-changing being, which is what you are, you are always changing, you are always going for more, you're always looking for what else is possible, even if you're doing it in a weird 
way that may not be the easiest thing you could choose. You're always looking for, okay, and how do I change this? And what else, you know? As one of those, the only agenda you need to have when something's not working is change. So what can I choose or change here that's different has been like the thing I've been functioning from. So like today, I, you know, I've been playing with the Crystal Crawford show for like the last, probably since we moved for the last year. And today, like in the last two weeks, I found this new platform and it records better audio and better video and we can make clips from it. And, and I've been looking for like, what can I change here that will gift you guys tools and also allow me the space that I require because my life's really different now to record this when it works. So for example, today I have the house to myself. So like now's the time to record the show. Whereas before I was doing it on a particular day at a particular time and that had stopped working almost a year ago, but I, I was like, what do I need to change here? Because I had already decided that I needed to be live with you guys at a, in a particular way at a particular time. And that's just one example of like something that I kept trying to do in the same way that once my life changed, wasn't working and I was kind of still trying to hold on to the the decision that it had to be in a particular way while changing it and that's where things got really hard and wonky so I've had to do a lot of things over the last year in particular that are the exploration of what I can choose and change that's different that will allow things to work that includes me that also nurtures you gifts to the world so change is the only agenda you need to have has been my reality. Change is the only agenda you need to have. Now, what I'm learning in a greater way is that change includes letting go of every way that it looked in the past. And as I was scrolling through this manual, and I, I'm not even going to try to find it in exact words, you know, one of the, one of the things it touches on are like these predetermined realities, like what have you already decided has to be a particular way? What are you trying to do in the same way as you did yesterday? And what are the predetermined realities that you're trying to function from? And if I look back on where I was having difficulty and where I've continued to have difficulty, it's when I'm trying to hold in place something from the past. So another example of this is you may be able to hear sirens and traffic noise in the background. Maybe not. Maybe my microphone is doing a whiz-bang job at um, shutting it all out. But so we are in Cali, Colombia now. This city is not quiet. Like basically anywhere you go, you've got traffic noise. There is no place you can live or go that doesn't have noise unless you're going up into the mountains. And that's not pragmatic for us. So one of the things I've been holding on to that hasn't been allowing things to change is I have to have a quiet place in which to record my show. Now the show's a really big deal. The show's been a thing that's like contributed to the growth of the business, allowed people to find me, um, nurtured possibilities in your world that then create more revenue and more classes. So I can't recommend doing a show enough. Like it's a huge gift. But my insistence that it would have to be a particular way was making gifting it to you incredibly hard on me. It's got to be live. I've got to be a quiet place. So I was sitting with all of this over the weekend and I was like, what would I have to be willing to acknowledge has changed and work with in order for the business to be easy? 
Now this is another example of a question you have to ask yourself in order to obtain different information. So if I had no reference points of ever having a quiet place, like if I had always grown up in Cali, Colombia, if it, if it was just natural that there was background noise, for example, um, what would I choose? If I had no past with the show, what would I choose? So maybe I wanna wrap this whole little segment up with like, is there anywhere where you are still attempting to create from what was? And all of you guys that have kids or you know your life has changed in some drastic way with kids, with moving, with marriage, with whatever, or with adding family, know what I'm talking about. It, it changes things so fundamentally that you almost don't even recognize it until you're attempting to do something you used to do in the same way and you just can't. Like if you've had a major transition with your body or you know, I, you, you know. So is there anywhere in your business and in your life where you're attempting to do what you used to do in the same way you used to do it and getting frustrated that it can't occur? I wanna invite you right now to just go everywhere I'm trying to create from the past, destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, podpock, all nine, shorts, boys, povids and beyonds. And if you're stumbling on this episode and you're new to the clearing statement, that's what that is. Theclearingstatement.com is where you can get more info. What if you never had to create the same way ever again? One of my favorite things about this body of work called Access Consciousness is it restores malleability. I started out this conversation with talking about that my favorite examples right now are coming from relationship. In the restoration of malleability, what you've got to look at is where you are holding on to something fixed. Now, if I tie that in with my love of giving you relationship examples, I heard on a, on a class that I'm about to take, on a class that I have taken with Christopher Hughes called The Hustler's Guide to Sales and Marketing. One sentence he mentioned as I was re-listening to the recording changed something for me really fundamental and restored a lot of malleability in relationship. And he said, anytime you're resisting something, you have a fixed point of view. Now, what I love about the examples in relationship is they're exactly the same as in business and with money. Anytime you have resistance to something, you are butting up against a fixed point of view. Now, <laughs> Again, with this last year, we've been running into a lot of places where each of us have these fixed points of view, and I'll speak for myself. So I, I listened to that recording, I heard him for the first time, and in the last two days, I've been noticing everywhere I will go into like, uh, you know, that wall. Now the same thing will happen in business. You'll go into this, whatever, resistance to change, resistance to choosing something else, or this heavy, wonky place where you're trying to make something work, but it's just absolutely not working. Um, <laughs> so every time I've been running into that spot in me, so let's say, you know, the, the great thing about relationship, business, and money is that it's constantly kind of in the mix and in your face, right? So like he'll say something and I'll feel that, I want to defend my point of view, state my point of view, fight for my point of view. And instead of doing that, I've been letting the energy come up and going, what is my point of view about this? Sure enough, I have one. It shouldn't be this way, this should be blah, blah, blah. It's always a should, by the way. Points of view always have shoulds in them. 
And so what I've been doing instead of reacting out of that energy is I've been discovering my point of view, I've been pock and potting my point of view and asking myself, what would it take to be interesting point of view with this? Pock and potting my point of view, what would it take to be interesting point of view with this? The third part of that that I've been doing is like, what am I perceiving here? Now let's extrapolate that over into business and money, right? This is a taster of access, business, and money. Access, business, and money is this place where you restore malleability, you restore functionality. The truth about business is there is no answer to business. There's only question. Now we keep going after as if there's an answer to business. If I do this particular thing, if I market in this particular way, if I talk in this particular way, that's going to be the answer. That's going to make all my dreams come true. And so we're searching in the realm of business for the answer. I've done it lots of times. Same with relationship, searching for the answer. So I've been searching for the answer to like, ah, oh, what's it going to take to, I don't even know actually, because I haven't been asking a question. I've been searching for the answer to ease. Well, when I heard Christopher Hughes say this thing, what I recognized was like, I needed to look at how I was functioning with what was occurring instead of looking for the answer to something different occurring. Okay, and, and here's why that helps so much. So I realized what I was doing with anything that would come into my world is I, it would have an energy and instead of asking what I was perceiving with that energy, I would go into a fixed point of view and then I would react from that fixed point of view. Same thing in business. It's like, so in looking at changing the show, for example, or like what's next in the business or what does it take to have greater revenue streams? An energy would occur, an energy occurs, and almost all the time, instead of going into, okay, cool, what can I do with this? How can I, can I change it? Like, what am I perceiving here? What's next? And going into that choice question reality, which renders you functional. With the relationship, I was going into reaction. So three steps. The energy would come up. Something would occur. The energy would come up. Mm. What's my point of view about this? I would have one. I will pock and pot it. And then I started to look at what am I perceiving here? And then what can I do with it? Do I want to do anything with it? Do I want to say something with it? Do I want to create something out of it? So in looking, for example, at creating this new possibility of, of these joy of business tools and classes in the world, what is this? What can I do with it? How many different means, methods, and modalities can I use to proliferate these tools into the world? See, I have to tell you guys that a lot of what I've done in business has been naturally incredibly generative. And there's been this other half, I guess, where I'm still searching for the answer to growth as if there is an answer to growth. And so in the search of the answer, have done all these other things besides question, choice, possibility, and contribution, which are actually the elements of true creation. If you actually want to create, you choose, you question, you look, you look for the possibilities, you choose from the possibilities, and you be the gift that you are. There you go, there's your secret formula. Now, of course, that doesn't have a definition and it doesn't look in a particular way. It's an, it's a, a set of things that you have to stay engaged with. And what we do when we start to look for the answer is we disengage. 
we want to actually put our business and our life on autopilot. So if you, let's throw a relationship in there. How many of you guys are, you know, have ever done this thing where you want to throw your relationship on autopilot? Well, it should just work. But that's not how relationship works. The moment you disengage and you go into reaction or you disengage and you go into shoulds or points of view, that is the very moment your relationship becomes non-functional. And to me, that's a little easier to see because you kind of you have another person in front of you and you can see what's showing up if you guys are doing a lot of fighting or, you know, yeah, fighting. If you're fighting, you're not being present. You're not, you're, you've disengaged and you've hoped that the autopilot would take care of it and now it's not and now, right? Well, the same is true of business. It's like if you've decided that, like let's take bars classes for example. If there's anywhere in your world you've decided that if you put, you perceive a possibility and you post the bars class or you put together a graphic and you invite people to the bars class, that promotion should create your class. And then it doesn't. And then people don't sign up. Or, and so you keep doing this thing. You keep promoting more because, of course, promoting more is going to be is the answer to people in your class. Instead of really looking at, like, what does it take to have more people in my class? What do I have to choose that's different? And that right there, that question and that awareness and that engagement all of a sudden renders you functional. So a great example of this is um, <laughs> recently I traveled to England for a foundation class. Now, the, the hosts are amazing. I want to come back to London and do more classes. The class that we did was incredibly small. Now, the people that came in the class itself was a miracle, but the size was small. And the difficulty in having small class sizes mostly, especially when you're traveling overseas, is that you, there's a lot of expense that gets incurred to deliver that class, which is fine. If you're willing to front the bill, like there's, there isn't a problem in any of that. What you've got to look at with classes like that is what's going to actually make it fun for you, right? So this is another access business and money tool. It's like, what's fun for you? So I got a lot of awareness about that process because one of the huge awarenesses that I got is that I hadn't fully included me and what works for me financially in the process. I was willing to pay for to go. I was willing to pay for the venue. I was willing to take a loss on this class, which on the one hand is part of what works for me. Like just simply functioning from what will my life be like in five years is something I've always been willing to choose. On the other hand, I hadn't also included financial sustainability. And I hadn't included that in a lot of the different ways that I was creating classes. So, so we had this incredible magical class and I left Europe and I also took, I got recertified and talked to the entities, which was amazing. So it was a, it was a big investment to go to Europe altogether to both facilitate and to take this classes. So we got back and so flew back to Colombia, which is going to be home for a little while. And I got to really look at this in a really different way. And one of the demands that arose up in my world, which again is an access business and money tool. It's like demand of yourself, request of the universe. One of my asks of the universe and demands of myself was that I'm never going to travel for less than this number of people again, because I'm not willing now to exclude the finances of it. So what, that was an interesting demand because in and of itself, I kind of assumed that that would mean I work with particular kinds of people that are definitely creating a lot in the world, which, yeah, but what showed up was 
different than what I thought because the next question that emerged from my world is like, well, what does it take to have big foundation classes? What does it take? I was finally curious because I was finally willing to make a different demand of myself. So this is another facet of creating more that I think I've only recently just gotten. And that is that when you are finally willing to engage and look at what really works for you, you get different information. So there's this world where you project and expect that one particular way of doing it should produce the results. So like it should work for me to do a graphic and promote it in the groups and like keep promoting it and keep kind of beating my drum that this class is on. That should work, right? There's a lot of people around. They should know me. <laughs> don't they know who I am? No, by the way, and they, and they don't care. Um, and that should work. But that right there is the fixed point of view that keeps you from the creativity and the generative choices that you have that could create something different. So that's what I was doing. I'm like, this should work. People should know who I am. They've listened to my show. All these conclusions, right? Access, business, and money 101. The more conclusions you do, the more you render yourself non-functional. So trip occurred, got home, looked at it, and went, I'm just never not including the finances again energy. Wow. Okay. What does it take to have big classes? Question. What choices can I make to stimulate the growth of big classes? Question. And then out of that came this incredible collaboration with a uh, holistic center here in Cali that Andreas connected with. 40 we gifted 40 bars sessions, little taster sessions. We did an introduction to access bars. And then we did a bars class where we had 22 people. And up to date, that's our biggest bars class so far. So I was like, oh, that's really different than putting a bars class on the access calendar, putting a graphic together for it and promoting the shit out of it in already existing groups where people may or may not actually care about our class. We took the future into our own hands and we're like, what can we contribute to the people here that will fruit a bigger class? Now, here's an interesting fact for all of you access facilitators that a big, so it takes 10 people going through a bars class to net one person choosing a foundation class. And you know, when I really sat with all of this information and, and looked at it, I was like, what's really required for my business to grow is that other people's businesses grow. And what's really required for other people's businesses to grow is for me to make a new demand of myself that I have big foundation classes. So for example, if I want to have big foundation classes, what would I need to be willing to contribute and gift and stimulate in the world with bars facilitators or at myself as a bars facilitator in order for that to be a possibility. So I want to really, really invite you to this one day class where we're going to really start to explore consistent willingness to change. We're going to really start to explore what are the choices that you have that would stimulate growth that you haven't been willing to choose. We're going to start to explore what your questions are about this. Where do you want to go? What do you want to have as your reality with business and money? 
accessconsciousness.com slash crystal crawford is where you can find the registration link for the next access business and money class for the next business done different class the truth is that for us to have thriving sustainable businesses that generate lots of possibility and lots of money we have to be willing to engage in a different way we've got to be willing to render ourselves functional and every conclusion we go to renders us non-functional so we've got I've had to learn like in these there's like been some areas where I've known this instinctively but I've had to mostly learn how to render myself functional when money and business aren't working you've rendered yourself non-functional so we've got to teach ourselves to function more from question and teach ourselves to function more from choice and teach ourselves to search and look for and be and choose from possibilities we've got to teach ourselves and look at what is us being the gift and how can that show up and what would it take to receive the gifts that are all around us can you create this by yourself can you do this in the way that you've decided you can or are there different things available that would allow this to be easier if you loved this show share it with your friends if you want more check out accessconsciousness.com slash crystal Crawford and if you'd like a free taste of the access consciousness tools that I've used to change my entire life go to infinitebeingschool.com I adore you guys and I'll see you somewhere in the world somewhere online what else is truly possible thank you so much for listening to this show my target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Thank you.